your commuting home with Katz and Cosby. Now, here's John Katz and Matidis and Rita Cosby on 77 WABC. And who do we have now, uh, Rita? Yeah, now we have Amanda Chu. And Amanda is a lead writer uh, with the Financial Times. She also writes with the Energy Source newsletter. Um, and Amanda, uh, you, you know, you can't make this up. I, I want to just start with just sort of the whole premise of what happened over the weekend. Uh, you know, they had the big conference in Dubai. And uh, the head of it, the president of it, is is one of the leaders there of Dubai. It's all about carbon emissions and, you know, and climate, you know, change and all this stuff. And the head of it comes out, Amanda, and says, uh, you know, of course, he's uh, one of the leaders there in Dubai, but said, we are not going to, there's no way we can eliminate fossil fuels. There's no way we can do these. It's unrealistic. Uh, and also people still want it. And the whole place gasped. Uh, who you gasped? Know? Who gasped? <laughs> Everybody in the audience. John Kerry. Yeah. John Kerry gasped. <laughs> So, Amanda, where is all this headed? Yeah, I mean, um, you know, this is a pivotal climate conference right now. This is COP28 for those who don't have the context. And this is, you know, the first time the world is going to do a global stock take of progress since the Paris Climate Agreement. You know, have countries taken sufficient action to reduce um, their emissions, to keep global warming below 1.5 degrees Celsius um, to avert the worst of climate um, catastrophe. And I think the general consensus is that no countries have not done enough. Um, And whether or not that countries can negotiate a deal to phase out or phase down fossil fuels will be a key tension at this conference. Yeah, we, uh, by the way, we have Steve, Steve Moore, Moore with who's us. who's an advocate on this with us. <laughs> hey, Amanda, Moore. great to be with you. <laughs> Another and, uh, Brit. Thanks for joining us. So, um, you know, this is uh, this is one cop that should be fired, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, more, right. no more of these cop uh, conferences, all right? The only uh, cop. We've had so that cop. <laughs> <laughs> Run that cop. Um, so... My impression of this, and I'd like your reaction to it, is every time we have these conferences, especially uh, with Biden in the White House, and it was true also under Obama, all the United States does is make all these concessions. And so just in the last couple of days, the Biden administration says, oh, we're going to stop coal plants, and we still get a quarter of our electricity from coal. And then they also put out these new regulations uh, for uh, methane, which is natural gas. That's another 35% of our electric power. And none of the other countries are going along with this. So but it's China, like unilateral China, disarmament. And China's not China's even there. China's building a new coal exactly. plant at least once a week. So what, Amanda, <laughs> what, do, what do they say to that? I mean, what are these? It's so preposterous. All these other countries, are China and India, are building all these coal plants. What, are they, how, what is their reaction to that? I mean, maybe let's just focus on the U.S. first. Um, the U.S. is, you know, the second largest polluter. The reason wait, wait, why no, no, not, not a, wait a minute, hold on. Not as a percentage of our, uh, of the, of the, what we produce. I mean, we, we, we have a lot of emissions because we produce so much, but most countries are way, way ahead of us in terms of their emissions as a share of what their production is. So I that's mean, just, think, go ahead. I, well, I mean, just focusing on the U.S. first, I think the Biden administration has really put climate at the forefront of the presidency. We saw also on Friday that the, they announced new rules to cut yeah. 
China off of the U.S. electric vehicle supply chain, and this is a really important ruling when it comes to how the U.S. wants to navigate its energy transition. Why the U.S. wants to compete on climate is also has implications for, you know, how it wants to compete with China, because, you know, we can argue about who is the dirtiest country, but China is the leading producer in clean energy technologies. It has. But why are they building? That doesn't make any sense. They're building coal plants led through the wazoo. They're not doing clean energy. They're they're doing they're coal. Building they're building one coal gas. plant every week. A new yeah. one every it's week. It's a lie. It's, well, not, it's a propaganda. Let's not forget batteries because they're selling the batteries to us. Yes, and the Biden administration wants to cut down on our reliance on Chinese um, supply chains for batteries because, you know, it's a big security risk. Well, they finally and, did something right then. Right, they finally, finally, batteries in China to finally do something right. right. Yeah, exactly. Finally, finally. It doesn't make up for all the other stuff, but finally. Um, Amanda, thank you so much. It's great to have you here and get your perspective. Yeah, thank thanks you. For Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com